Hello, I am Robot James. The omnipotent fact-checker of primordial views. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We love you very much. Now, I'm actually going to hand the mic over to Ronan, to discuss some housekeeping. I'll talk to you later. Hello you, uh, it's been a while, sorry about that. Uh, if you've been following the podcast regularly, you'll notice we had quite a big uh, hiatus there, which was the latest in a series of hiatai we've been going through here at Primordial Views. Now, I wish there was a fun answer to it, but uh, we were on a bit of a break there because James got an L blood poisoning disease, so uh, we took a break during that. Uh, I'm now quite sick myself. Been a bit all over the place. As you know, the podcast takes a lot to uh, edit and it's kind of tough with the world being as hectic as it is again now to get podcasts done on the reg. So uh, we just want to thank you for listening when you do. And uh, episodes will come out when they come out. Uh, Wish they could be more regular, but uh, just stick around, subscribe, and then you'll know about everything. And, um, you know, the bigger the, the pod is, the more people will tell you when a new episode is out. So there's that. So, uh, you know, do tell your friends and family. Thanks so much for putting up with us, guys. Please enjoy. This is our 50th episode. And uh, we've done a special 50th uh, episode with the subject bananas. So get ready for that. Nothing to promote. Uh, will next time, but uh, we've got some shows coming up in different forms. But yeah, just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Primordial Views. I'm in my own kitchen today and I'm boiling up some primordial soup. There is a primordial soup machine. Cord. Alright. Uh, the topic today is... Yeah, you want to just okay. Yeah, crafts. Pardon? I'm not repeating it. Fra? I heard frats. I said crafts. Oh, crafts. Um. Uh, okay, you have me all flustered now, James, because literally seconds ago you said today's topic was going to be bananas. Right. Well, it can be. And you know me. You know me. My brain was firing on all cylinders okay, well, there, trying bananas, to think of then. good. But you want to do bananas, or you want to do crafts? Uh, whichever you want. Uh, no, because now I want, I want, and I want to force us to do bananas. Okay. I want to see can we can we get ourselves out of the hole of doing a whole episode on bananas. We're going to do a Dave Chappelle where he says something controversial. You know, he does that thing, and then <laughs> what? What he says a... something controversial, then backtracks, and then well, he to... didn't. He hasn't. He hasn't backtracked on his transphobia, has he? No, but he probably thinks he was clever and justifying it. Sure. What did he even say? Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch. Well, see, that was the thing. I watched this when when the new special came out. Is it called The Closer? The I thought everyone talking about. Closer. I thought that was. Is it the closer? The closer, sure, yeah. Uh, that's still it's spelled the same as. Clo- I'm sorry, I've only ever seen it written down. <laughs> yeah. Was <laughs> um, well, closer because it's the last in the series. Yes. Yeah, of how many specials? Four, five. The Closer was Chappelle's sixth Netflix special. Sure. Uh, But the thing was, I saw, I think maybe his first special after his big return to doing stand-up, recorded anyway, and in that I saw transphobic comments, and then I just assumed that for some reason people were picking up on that years after the fact. I had no idea he had released other specials since then, and that they were also transphobic, and they just seemed to be kind of getting worse. Yeah. 
Uh, you're transphobic. You hate trans fats. Are you saying I am? Yeah, you hate trans fats. I trans fats are the ones. Trans fats are often vilified, aren't they? What's what's wrong with trans fat as opposed to what are the other kinds of fats, James? Um, what are all the kinds of fats? Mary Harney. Oh Jesus Christ! Now that's <laughs> not only. That's not. No, Boom. it's not. That's not a good one. Why? She was fat. It's not. It's not. And she was uh, minister for health. She was minister for health. Yes, famously, Obese. she was. Uh, she well, I mean, the woman. History okay, will. History we'll, will. Co- history will vindi- vindi- vindicate. Vindicate me. you, will they? No, I mean, we'll be. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, pretend that the, the, it, there wasn't a certain irony that the woman was clearly an unhealthy uh, weight, and that's that's that is a fact. And she was the minister for health. Uh, but we don't need to. That was it was a it was a beloved joke of of Irish people and the media well over a decade ago when that was relevant. The yeah, woman hasn't been in Irish politics for retro. over a decade. This is retro. She's yeah. already dead. She's not dead. In fact, she got married only in the last few years. To who? Her husband. What do you mean to who? Sorry, Ronan, but you're way off on that one. Mary Harney married Brian Gagan in 2001 in a small private ceremony. Now, James. Who do you think she married again? To an elephant? Stop it. Don't. Or <laughs> <laughs> she might listen to this. Why are we going in on Mary Harney? I mean, if you're going to disagree, if you don't like Mary Harney, there's plenty of things to disagree with her on, like her politics. She was a member of the founding member of the PDs, former Fianna Fáil, very bad kind of, you know, part of the problem of the Celtic Tiger, rampant neoliberal and capitalism. You don't need to criticize how she looked. You can crit- there's plenty of things to criticize her for. Yeah, including her appearance. Jesus, stop. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's she's not in the public eye anymore. She's not relevant. She doesn't have any power. I assume I may I may look. I have no idea what even her, even her job is right now. According to her website, Mary Harney is now the director of a number of private companies in pharmaceutical, healthcare, technology, and financial services sectors. She provides business advisory services to a range of companies and organizations. She also undertakes speaking engagements particularly in a business context. And she is certainly not one of the fats, as you said. But she is married to an elephant. She's not married to an, uh, ma- uh, an, an elephant. Ele- a male elephant. She's not married to an elephant. She could be. She couldn't be. We know, you know that you, no one could marry an animal. Like, that's not allowed. You know that. Do Tell I? me you know that, James. Acknowledge that you know that. A wise man says he knows nothing. And so you, <laughs> so you take that to be... I don't know that you couldn't marry an elephant. I don't know that Mary Harney didn't marry an elephant. Well, I'm telling you I know that she married a human and not an elephant. I know that. I do know that. Right. I've certainly seen I've seen the evidence for that. So now will you accept that one thing you do know is that Mary Harney, former Minister for Health, is not married to an elephant. I cannot oh. agree to that. Mm. Well, <laughs> at least you're consistent. Uh, can you literally not name a single what like the other fats are when we say trans fats? Is a trans fat a sat trans saturation or something? Is it? I don't know. Oh come on, no. Robot James, what's a trans fat and what are other kinds of fats? Trans fats are trans unsaturated fats. Fats in their natural state are either saturated and solid at room temperature, like butter, or unsaturated and liquid at room temperature, like olive oil. Unsaturated fats are cheaper to produce, so a process that can make them act like solid, 
saturated fats, was developed. However this process makes them a trans fat, and they're bad for you. Real bad news. Like, they're connected to memory loss and everything. All I know is that bananas are a good source of potassium. Yeah. Yes, and that's why we chose today's topic of bananas. Uh, tell me, James, do you like bananas? No, they make my mouth itch. Itch? Yeah. How does a mouth itch? I don't know, ask Mary Hardy. She's Minister for Health, you should know these things. I d- yeah, well, I bloody wish our minister, f- our ministers for health did have good medical backgrounds. Or you know, banana, th- banana expertise. Or they well, I, n- n- knowing a lot about one fr- one fruit uh, wouldn't uh, do us that well, I would say. Yeah. I mean, y- you know, but also having a medical having a minister for health with medical experience doesn't do us that well either, as you've seen with Leo Varadkar, a doctor who yeah. was minister for health. You know, so it's he's I don't even know where to bananas. Begin. He's bloody he's bloody bananas. Yeah, what's crazy about former Thishock and soon to be Thishock again, Leo Varadkar? Oh, he's a criminal, so that means he's insane in some in some way. He's some sort of me- mental deficiency. Yeah, you could, you could tell that from birth, of course. Uh, no, you can only tell it once they commit the crime. That's what's so dangerous about them. What do you think? Uh, well, just b- before we go on, what crime are you talking about when you say that Liveragher committed a crime? Um, well, did you know that Tory comes from the Irish for thief to steal? Yeah, so he's a Tory. Just well, he is self-ident. Yeah, but I mean, he has also self-identified as the, as a Tory if he was in English politics. He said. So that's it. He's a thief of some sort. I, uh, I know, but that's very vague. You know. I'm not a fucking solicitor. I don't know these things. Okay, but you're more than willing to weigh in and have opinions on it. Hey, hey, that's somebody what... has to talk. Yeah, someone's got to fill the space. Yeah. I get panicked. I'm looking at my waveform here. But if it's not oh. waving, I get panicked. Um, well, that's fair. I mean, I could put more of you in. I could double every time you speak and put that in. Would that make you happy? Yeah, that would be bananas. Yeah, that would be bananas. Yeah, that would be bananas. Very good. Uh, now, Leo Varadkar is, of course, accused of the crime of... Marrying a dog. He's not accused of marrying a dog. <laughs> He's not accused of marrying a dog, James. What's his husband's name? Matt? He does, I don't think they're married. Matt. It's a dog's name. Very very one. No one would call a dog Matt. Really? Tell that to Matt the Thrasher. That's not a dog. It is a dog. Who's it? Who's Matt the Thrasher? He was a famous dog. Greyhound. Was it? Yeah. What, tell me the story of Matt the Thrasher. He's ran. And a straight line for his whole life. And then someone shot him in the back of the head when he got too old. He's a greyhound, a, ra- a, gray- a racer. Oh, he's a greyhound, was Matt the Thrasher, okay. Yeah. B- but would you admit his name was Matt the Thrasher, not Matt? No, I would not admit that. Okay, well, at least you're consistent. <laughs> don't worry, James. You don't have to admit that, because it's not true. There is no record of a greyhound named Matt the Thrasher. However, there are several pubs and restaurants around Ireland named it, but it's because of the character Matt, the Thrasher, O'Donovan. The hero of the late 19th century Irish novel, Notnago, or, The Homes of Tipperary. It was one of the most popular novels of its day. Uh, <laughs> the, I, I do think it's very funny, I'm a big defender of giving uh, dogs, you know, adult human names. I find that very pleasing. Yeah. I'd love a dog named Paul, or... Uh, yeah, is that yeah. why you're called Ronan? Is that why I'm called Ronan? Because I think it's funny 
for a dog to have human adult names. Because you're a dog. But I didn't name myself, did I, James? You could have, I don't know. I met you last year. You didn't meet me. We've known each other for eight years now, James. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not from a culture that you get to choose your own name if such one exists in the world. Does that? Yeah, they have those tribes where you choose your name when you're like 13. Where are those tribes? The jungle, places like that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. Going forward we just have to acknowledge that no such tribe or culture exists where a child can choose its own name. The only thing that comes close is when someone may choose their own name in a different language, such as a person from China choosing an English language name or vice versa. And what would be the, what's the purpose of, what's the benefit of choosing your own name at 13? You're like an adult, you get to choose your own name. That's fair. Uh, do you think we all become adults at 13, like in the Jewish faith? No. No. I'm not when did you be- sucked into that debate? When did you when did you become an adult, James? Uh eighteen. Alright. And what was the signifier? Nice and legal. What was the signifier for that? The government age consent laws. Okay. No, isn't the age of consent seventeen? Look, I was just being safe. Okay, that's good. You gave it an extra year. <laughs> just to make sure. I wasn't sure you- if it kicked in at the start of the year or the end, so <laughs> I hate the way they leave it like that to try and catch people out. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a Romeo uh, and Juliet law. If you do it, you have to poison yourself to death. Yeah, absolutely. And then a monk cries at your funeral. I forget that element. Friar Tuck, maybe? Friar Tuck? Yeah. Isn't that from... King Arthur. Yeah, or... Who's the... Robin Hood? Yeah. Friar Tuck is from Robin Hood. Who's the uh, monk in Romeo and Juliet? He calls them Starcrossed Lovers. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I saw. I've seen that play once. But you know, it's not Friar Tuck. I didn't go to see. Well, is it Officer Kripke in West Side Story? Kripke? Uh, no. No. It'd be funny if the name of the priest in Romeo and Juliet was the name of a film. No, I'm, I'm saying, is that the same character that fulfills the same role in West Side Story, which is a retelling of Romeo and Juliet? I don't know. Okay, great. Well, we can we can investigate that. So, the name of the monk in Romeo and Juliet is actually Friar Lawrence. But he is not the character who says star-crossed lovers, that is simply the chorus in the play's prologue. Also, Lawrence inspires the West Side Story character, Doc. Not Officer Krupke, who is based on the statesmen and citizens. Uh, do you think they eat bananas in Shakespeare's time, James? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, why would you think that? It just seems obvious. You think there were bananas in uh, uh, Shakespearean London? Yeah. When do you think bananas were introduced to uh, England? Elizabethan times. Oof, so close. Actually, the first recorded sale of bananas in England came in 1633. Just 30 years after Elizabeth's death. They've only used some other name for them, like a uh, Oriental Toe or something like that, you know? Yeah, I'm sure there's been many a name for bananas throughout history. A I ce- mean, if you were... A if celestial you were only, leg, you know? Maybe. I mean, if you were to discover a banana today, having never seen it, yeah. what would you what, what, what would you call it? You know, Probably this, banana. This, well, you wouldn't know the word banana, so that wouldn't mean anything to you. Yeah, but I think it's inherent to the fruit. How? 
How? What is it? What's banana? Inherently banana esque about a banana? It just looks like what yellow. No, it doesn't. It look. If you were to say how it looks, it would have. You'd have more of a diphthong to it. No, more like a. It's called a weirp. No, it looks like a banana. It's yellow. Tastes like a banana. Yes, yeah, so I'd call it. This is a yellow. Banana. It's a yellow cucumber. Why? Because it looks like a cucumber, but it's yellow. Yeah, you don't have cucumbers either. I th- hmm. Now, did we have cucumbers before we had bananas? Uh, hmm. I'm, well, I don't know. I'm just making up the rules. I know you're making up the rules as you go. At least you're consistent. Cucumbers came to Europe before bananas. Charlemagne was even growing them in the 9th century. Also, the word banana most likely comes from a Spanish or Portuguese variation on a local African name. Possibly from the Wolof language. Either way, that's what it was known as before arriving in Europe. Here's, okay, why would you call it banana mm-hmm. if you'd never seen one before? Me, I'd call it. Give me that. Give me that. Um, oh, well, you know what I'd do is I would, depending on where we were in the world, where we discovered them, I would ask the the the, the people who there who for whom it is part of their 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 ecosystem. What do you call it? You know, okay. that's that's how considerate I would be. So you're at super value, and you say, <laughs> "What is this? I can't read." Yeah. And I don't know, I've never seen this before. They would say it's a banana. Yeah, and you go, hmm. That doesn't sound looks right. more like a Looks more like a weirp to me. <laughs> really? You mm. just take a stab at naming it. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to call it a, a will. No, a, a yelp. A yelp. It's a yelp. Why? I don't know. The Y for the yellow and the I and the and the L for the yellow comes into it. A yelp, it just feels like it's got a curve to it. It's going to kind of, you know, it comes back to you. I don't like curved bananas. I prefer the straight ones. Uh, that must be hard for you because it's. I think most of them are sought for their curved nature. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you go about, you just have to really search for your straight bananas. Yeah. Yeah. That must take up a lot of your time. No. Great. Uh, you <laughs> you have someone who does that for you, I forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His name's Ronan. You know another Ronan? That's fascinating. Uh, I must meet him sometime. Um, now, would you say that um, bananas are one of the more important fruits? How do they do such a thing? Well, they're certainly iconic. Is a banana? Yeah. Bananas are iconic. I don't think there's such a thing as a banana. You don't think there's such a thing as a banana? No, the other way you have that thing where you think there's such a thing as a fish. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's such a thing as a banana. Now, okay, break that down and explain it for me. Well, there's no such thing as a banana. Alright, so what are bananas? What? What are bananas then? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so you're not quite representing the way I discuss the, the fish hypotheses. Fish pack, fish, fish fact. In fact, yeah. In fish, uh, the thing is, is that bananas are the are. Uh, well, can you please acknowledge the bananas are real, or else we're gonna have a real tough time for the rest of this episode. <laughs> I'll admit they're real. If you mar- admit that Mary Hardy married an elephant, <laughs> I cannot. Well, then I... we've reached a stalemate. All right. I'll, okay, Mary Harney married an elephant. Thank you. It's just one that happens to look and act and be considered a human man. But it man. is an elephant. But little do we know. But so is it a an secret elephant? Is that it's an elephant? Yeah. But it is an elephant. It's an elephant that had a curse 
put on it to become human. Right, but it's still an elephant. It's still an elephant, but for all intents and purposes, it's a human. Okay, but it's, yeah. okay, okay. Agreed. Uh, Miss Harney, if you're listening, uh, write in, correct us, if that's not the case. Or better yet, get your husband to record a video of him not... Uh, uh, eating uh, uh, fruit with his trunk. Yeah, eating loads of peanuts, taking uh, Taurus hats and putting it on his head. And Why do they love peanuts the so much? I don't know if they do love peanuts. I think that's just what they're they're given. Like, how know? do they even see a peanut so high up the ground? I think they have very good eyesight. Well, I think they have bad eyesight. Well, I know you have... That's why they have such small <clears throat> little eyes. Small eye doesn't mean bad eyesight. It does. No. Yeah. They I don't think the size... The size of the eye doesn't correlate to the quality of the v- vision. Yeah, of course it does. But then that would mean small animals have worse eyesight, and small animals can have great eyesight. No, they have worse eyesight. And that means what, like a blue whale has the best eyesight? Well, they have small eyes. Only relative to their body. I feel like a blue whale has small eyes. You think it has a small eye for anything? Smaller than, small compared to like a human's eye? I don't know. It's definitely larger than, I'm going to say a, 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 a blue whale's eye is bigger than a human's head, easily. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Uh, blue... Whale eye size. Blue whale eye. A blue an adult grey whale's eyes are about the size of baseballs. Okay, baseballs. Now that's again large compared to our eyes. Smaller than I thought, but only small in comparison to their body. That's a a a, 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 a baseball sized eye is pretty big. Yeah, but they're underwater. Maybe they can. Sorry, see. that's a grey whale's eyes. Sorry, a, a blue whale's eyes are double that. They're six inches across. Six inches across. Yes. Um. Yeah. So maybe they don't see far. Maybe they see further than us, but not all that far. I know, but I feel like I'm just. You gonna, know, oh, birds. Here's birds. 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 Here we go. You. Here we go. Think about it. Hawks, okay. eagles, amazing eyesight, small eyes. They have big eyes. They don't have big. Or they don't have bigger eyes than a human. I'm just saying that the size of the eye doesn't correlate to the quality of the vision. Here it is. Hawk eye size. Six inches. A hawk's... uh, No, it's not. A hawk can't have a a six-inch sized eyeball. Why not? Because their heads... It wouldn't fit in their heads. It does. You can't... It doesn't. What are you talking about? Seems like this would make you question evolution, you know? Yeah. But even if, even the fact that you're willing to say that an elef- that a, a blue whales uh, don't have good eyesight means that yeah, when it's that big an eye and it no, doesn't correlate do to having eyesight. better vision, as they do, yeah, but they're small for their body. Yeah, but they're big in general. Yes, but I, this all comes back to an elephant having good eyesight or not. Like a bat you has think an small, has small eyes, eyes, and they have bad eyesight. Say that again. A bat has small eyes, and it ha- it's and it's nearly blind. Yeah. Yeah. A mole has small eyes. Yeah, but Nearly you're just blind. picking animals that have bad eyesight. Uh, the guy whose eyes are small. So small that he can't see. Okay, now, he can't I see. Have Googled, I've now blind. Googled it, and I apologize. Well, I don't apologize. Elephants do have poor vision. Thank you. But they don't have... Like, small. their eyes are still larger than a human's eye. Mm, don't believe it. Rather poor vision, capable of clearly seeing only at short distances up to about ten meters. Okay, that's very bad. Don't believe it. 
You don't believe it? I don't believe the size of the eye bit. You don't... You don't believe an elephant's eye is bigger than a human's eye? No. Oh, why? You know, you know, you you don't need to even investigate that. You know, of course, an elephant's eye is larger than a human's eye. Why? Because think about how big an elephant is. Okay. (laughs) Okay, shouldn't have taken you that long. (laughs) And then in proportion, the size of the eye, think about that big old head. Done. Now take your your human eye, put it up beside it, but remember to contrast it for size as it moves up towards the elephant's eye. <laughs> okay. Are you there? Yeah, okay. And now, which is smaller? The elephant's eye. Oh, fuck off! The human's eye dwarfs <laughs> the elephant's eye. <laughs> the elephant's eye is actually scared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it becomes immediately submissive. Uh, yeah. Well, well. Either way, either way, <laughs> it immediately conforms to sexual dimorphism. <laughs> uh, well, to come back to your original point, then I don't know how. Why do I? I don't. I actually agree with you. Then I don't think elephants would be able to see peanuts all that well. Yeah, they probably could only see giant fruits like um, the banana. Yeah, that's why they're bright yellow. Easy to see. Yeah, that's not why they're bright yellow. I mean, you know, yeah, it is. They don't want. Well, maybe they do want to be eaten. Fruit wants to be eaten, yes. So you can, so they can spread their seeds as far as possible. Yeah. What's the most attention-seeking fruit in the world? Is this a is this a joke with an actual pun like answer? No. Okay. So what's the most attention-seeking fruit? The which would be the most colourful one, correct? Yeah. Oh, is it like I don't know the star fruit? Yeah, probably. passion fruit. Yeah, passion it fruit. Is, Okay. <laughs> Thanks for agreeing with whatever. <laughs> I couldn't think of joke. another brightly coloured fruit. <laughs> Grapefruit. Dragon fruit. I guess oranges are pretty vivid. We're just sort of used to seeing them, though. We're used to seeing them. Yeah. Well, we're used to seeing all fruit. I mean, you know, we're no. in we're in a, we're in a cold, wet island in the North Atlantic, James. We shouldn't be seeing any of these fruits. Um. You know, by right, all we should know are blackberries and... They're berries. Yeah, but, they're, you know, they fall under the fruit. A, 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 a banana is a legume, like a peanut. No, they're not. Bananas are actually berries. And actually blackberries aren't berries. God, it's just all chaos. Yeah. I think bananas and peanuts have more in common than a banana and an apple, you know? Yeah, just like this podcast. Ban- run by a banana and a peanut. Run by a banana and a peanut. Now, yeah. which is which? Which do you Who's, prefer? I don't know. I don't know which one's more insulting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we're supposed to infer. You're you're willing to take one of them, so I don't know which one. Just choose one. <laughs> Just choose one. I'll be the banana then, since we're talking about them. Right. Okay. And you're and you're the peanut. Yeah. Because you're bloody nuts. And you're uh, liked by apes. No, you're sort of. Um, What's the word? I'm longer than you. No. <laughs> well, that's true. You talk about, um, maybe a couple word. On thesaurus.com. Yeah, I was gonna. Then I'm gonna demolish you. Okay. Well, stand by for this absolute, this takedown, this devastating blow. Go ahead. Okay. You're jaundiced. More jaundiced. Yellow. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think I am. I do have more of a yellow complexion than you. 
Well, yeah, here's a joke. Why did you call a yellow guy with a... Okay. What? No, all right, go on. With a yellow eye. you eyes. call a yellow guy? A it, yellow guy with yellow eyes. Yeah. Ill, ill. Jaundice. Yeah, jaundiced, yeah. Why did you call Janice from Friends, but she's John? She's yellow, and it's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you call her, yeah. Oh, my God. Do, you're jaundiced. Yeah. Or do your do your you do a great uh, Chandler Bing impression, don't you, James? You do an impression of Chandler seeing Janice, but she's very yellow. Could I be any more yellow? Turned on banana. <laughs> no, he sees her, and she's got Janice. Oh, he's like you're a banana. <laughs> Ross, get in here. There's a banana. I know you believe in dinosaurs, but here's a talking banana. Let's eat yeah. it together. <laughs> Start peeling like off our skin. Our, we share all our meals. <laughs> yeah. You peel the skin off. <laughs> yeah, see, you do a great... You do a fantastic Chandler. You should take that out more. Um, what do you think, Ross... Thinks of bananas. Now that's an interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> uh, what do I think the character of Ross thinks uh, of bananas? If anything, Ross Geller uh, of bananas. Well, he's so he's a paleontologist. Yeah, he's a serial. Wo- he's a womanizer. Yeah, he's a, an absent father. He has two kids. He two. Yeah. Who's the other kid? Ben. No, Ben's the one. Is one kid. And then the one he had with Rachel. They don't have a kid. Are you fucking joking? They. D- Rachel never has a kid. She's a kid. Oh, Emma. Yeah. Oh, is that? It's Ross's That's kid. Ross's. That's why they were living together, and then, you know, he they hired the nanny, the manny, and then Ross didn't like him because uh, he thought he was oh, gay. Yeah. You gotta be at least bi. <laughs> Wasn't that Freddie Prince Jr.? Freddie. Freddie Prince who? Pardon? Freddie Prince Jr. Right. Isn't that who plays the Manny? I think. Either Did way, he, yes. Yeah, I who's that? that? Prince Andrew? Prince Jr.? No, he's uh, Freddie Prince's son. Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince Jr. is Freddie Prince's son. What about Freddie Ready, Prince was a comedian. What about Ready Prince Ass Jr.? Ready Prince Ready Ass. Prince Asked Jr. So the junior, the young fellow, was like, Prince, are you ready? That's Prince Andrew. Oh. <coughs> okay. What about it? <laughs> ready Prince Asked Jr. Okay, very good. So... What what do you think of him relinquishing... Uh, well, he's not relinquishing. Yeah, they took it off him. They took it he's off now him. The, he's now the Duke of York. I thought... Is, what, is he? Yeah. What? That's his only title. Why didn't he have to give that one up? I think it's because it's not royalty, it's just aristocracy. I don't know if that's right. the difference. He actually doesn't have to surrender any titles. He's still a prince. And technically, his royal highness, but he will not be referred to as such in any official capacity. He is just relinquished of all duties and royal patronages. 
not bad for being a fucking nonce. I read that the reason... Did you tell me this? The reason, I was telling you, yeah, about the Americans seizing assets. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe York uh, is... Maybe they're happy enough with New York. Like, yeah, you keep I, yes, because of course the Duke of York gets to own New York. Uh, they get a freehold on the city of New York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we might as well explain what I thought, what I what I what I had heard anyway. Yeah, you thought he was innocent. Nope, I didn't hear that, and I don't think that. Uh, like, the reason, go on. Yeah, what am I like? What am I like when it comes to Prince Andrew James? You're a fanboy. Absolutely not. You think he's cool? I think not only have I stated dislike for Prince Andrew on this podcast, I think I've spoken enough about my general dislike for the his family, his mother. Uh, his his immediate family, his distant family. Yeah, but you only I, did it quite recently, which is just a bit convenient. You turned your back on your hero, you know what I mean? My hero? What could anyone see Prince Andrew as a hero for? What's he ever done? What has he even, like, he's not even the one that set up the shit production company. Who's that? What The other bro- the other prince that no one hears about. Uh, Freddie Prince? He- <laughs> yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the one who was in Scooby-Doo. Uh, the the one there's one of the there's one of the princes. It's Prince Edward. Thank you, Robot James. He used to be in. He he was. I remember my mom. My mom is one of the you know Irish mothers that does love the Queen and does have a lot of time for the Queen. And she would have always described that. Well, he was this 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 prince is the only one that went off and did anything because he set up this television company. You know, he's worked in theatre. But if you Google him. Within two seconds, you'll find that his like company has only made documentaries about the royal family, and they're all massive failures. <laughs> the only documentary that seemed to have had any success was one about Edward VIII. Edward's company, Ardent Productions, was voluntarily dissolved in 2009 with assets numbering just £40. But even with that, that is more than Prince Andrew has done. All Prince Andrew has done is, I assume, something honorary in the army, in the military. They gave him some sort of position, and then he assaulted women. He was a helicopter pilot in the Royal Navy, and they made him captain of a warship. Why do people who love the Queen, they're always like, she's so quiet and never says anything. It's always yeah. like she held her tongue for 80 years. Yeah, you got to admire that. Uh, I, I mean, it says a lot about the people that admire her, you know, maybe are people... Who in their own relationships held their tongue, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Fair something enough. else. Yeah, it's something else. There's something else at play. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's always her what's sense your of favorite duty thing about the queen. Uh, there is uh, okay. If I had to pick my favorite thing about the queen is that she's very old and close to death. Her skin. That? I mean, again, you know, she's got incredible skin for a 96-year-old woman. Would you rather have her skin? Or my skin now. <laughs> <laughs> no, or uh, watch skins. <laughs> I would rather uh, which version of skins? The American one. No, okay, I take the queen skin then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you like skins? Yeah, I still keep up with skins news. You keep? How do you <laughs> news? Just whatever the cast have gone on. Yeah. To do. Now that's really only uh, Nicholas Holt. Uh, and I suppose the one who played Cassie, she was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, the guy who played Sid. Yeah. He moved in next door to me. What? Yeah. Where? In, like, in Pimlico or in Budistan? Uh, in Budistan. No. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Tell me more. I went over to his house. 
Okay. I was like, I'm a big fan <laughs> of yours. Of skiing. How did you know he'd moved in? How did you know he'd moved in? Uh, my parents told me. They said, oh, you know that boy off that TV show you used to have posted like, up on your room of? Have you ever, you know, uh, you have a friend called Sid, don't you? I was like, yes, essentially. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, parasocially, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that boy you used to always talk about as if he was your friend, you know? Yeah, has finally moved in next door. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's great, I'll have to pay him a visit. And then I knocked on his door, and he was like, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, oh, we just had a great old catch and chat. <laughs> So you've had one conversation, have you, since he moved in yeah. ne- next to your parents' home? Yeah. Uh, now, I don't mean to be... I was like, uh, what bad timing that you moved in as I moved out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you'll probably be, you know, visiting your parents enough. Nah. <laughs> he says, I notice you drive a car, so it's probably not, you know, much of a hassle. Uh, nah. <laughs> nah, I, 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 I know what these... These folks are all about. Yeah, I know they're up to check to Lucky Bob. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I don't f- mean. Yeah. He's like, you have a car. I have a phone, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should you want to take my number or, like, add me on Facebook or anything? Or uh, No, I meant, like, I think my parents can ring me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like he was also asking then if you wanted to, you know, connect over the internet as well. No, let's just go for a drive. <laughs> you you and Sid from Skins went yeah, for a drive, did yeah. you? What's his real name again? Sorry? Sid. <laughs> Who is it? He said he didn't want to have to learn a new name to respond to, so he just they renamed the character Sid. Uh, so you are saying that the, the, the actor's name was Sid beforehand, not that maybe he changed his name to Sid after doing the show? No. Okay. So when I Google very quick, when I Google who played Sid in Skins... It's going to say Sid. Yeah. And not... It's not going to say, of course. I don't know why you would even Google it, considering the theme of the episode is bananas. No, I know, but it's... You, you know, know the term Banana Republic? Yes, it's I know the term Banana Republic. changing I know. the subject. Okay, before we move on, his name's Mike Bailey. The guy's name's name is Mike Bailey. Sid Bananas. And, um... <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, I'm sure his character loved bananas. Mike Bailey retired from acting in 2017. He now works as a drama teacher. I do know what a Banana Republic is. Uh, do you, What's your favourite Banana Republic then, James? Northern Ireland. Interesting, interesting. Um, do you know why they're called Kangaroo Courts? They uh, always happen in Banana Republics. Uh, now, that doesn't quite connect. How so? So you're saying bananas and kangaroos are tied, are yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Right. So now you know kangaroos are endemic to Australia. Uh, okay. And bananas are not. Right. Well, let so, me ask you this. Okay. Uh, where does the sport of boxing originate? Um, I. It's an interesting question. I would say it's hard. You couldn't just say one. Stab at it. Just say. No, I know. I'm, I'm saying. It's, I know, it's, but it's just a, say. Like, just say where it originated. I'm trying to. If you'd let me, I'm saying 
no one place could take claim <coughs> over inventing boxing because it's a very basic sport, pugilism. I mean, Queensbury rules. Well, that started in the UK then. That was right. the Marquess of Queensbury, uh, most so famous for, you know, causing the downfall of Oscar Wilde. Continue. Actually, while the modern rules for boxing are called the Queensbury rules, they were just endorsed by the Marquess of Queensbury. They were actually written by a Welsh sportsman named John Graham Chambers. Um, but yeah, kangaroos box in the Queensbury style. Interesting. They don't box in the Queensbury style. Yes, Queensbury is a type. Of, Queensbury is a rule. Is rules, not a stance. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but they don't box with Queen. They don't apply Queensbury rules to their boxing. Yes, They're they not, do. Kangaroos don't have officiated matches, James. Yes, they do. They, okay, great. Do they? Super. That's why they wear the gloves. They don't. <clears throat> Where did you see kangaroos box? Um. There was a charity thing. I saw it in the <coughs> venue outside the three arena. Yeah, it was a charity thing. We had to go into this like cavern, and uh, it was very dark. You had to turn off your phone. You had to turn off. You had to leave your phone outside, and you went in. And you had to yeah. bring cash. You could only buy things in cash. You could only buy things in cash. You had to bring a rooster and razor blades as well. Yeah, for later. Yeah, it went from there was a cockfight, then they had bear baiting, and then there was a kangaroo boxing match. Now, when cockfighting, then they fed the cocks to the kangaroos, and then they fed the kangaroos to the bears. <laughs> to the bears, and it was the, like, and the circle of life continues. Yeah. Uh, and then where did the bears go? Uh, they just did their, whatever they wanted, really. So stop them. They were, they were just released into the night. Yeah. <laughs> now, we just locked the door after us. And they should take <laughs> yeah, its course. I mean, I mean, find a new venue next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, I mean, it, it would be interesting to know whether kangaroos box with uh, Orthodox or Southpaw, you know? South Park. South Paw. Have they ever made an episode about bananas? Has South Park ever made an episode about bananas? Skewering bananas. No, uh, the only fruit I can think of them talking about... No, don't say close it, to don't say it. Don't make a homophobic joke right now. I wasn't going to make a homophobic joke at all. I was literally about to bring up... Uh, are they called member berries? The, you know... The, the berries that make you remember things, but then they are homophobic, I think. Remember Bionic Man? Remember Chewbacca again? Oh, I love to remember Chewbacca. Oh, I remember. Hey, remember when there weren't so many Mexicans? Oh, I remember. Remember when marriage was just between a man and a woman? I remember. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Every joke in South Park eventually, you know, it, it falls down to being a bit homophobic. Um... Let's write in the style of South Park. Let's pitch. We're writing. What do they call them? A treatment. Yeah, you for us too to get hired as writers. Donald for South Glover Park. got famous because he wrote a treatment for The Simpsons, and he said it in the Thirty Rock. That's not how he got famous. <laughs> so why don't we write a treatment for South Park and send it into? Sure. Uh, to Matt and Trey, Matt Parker and Trey Stone. No, you didn't listen to the story. Donald, you didn't listen to the story, you were giving a suggestion. Donald Glover got famous, he wrote a treatment for The Simpsons and sent it yeah. into 30 Rock. Yeah. So where should we send our treatment into? Um, what's your What's your favourite comedy on the air at the moment? Um, I like... Uh, oh, what's his Rory... Scoville? No. The guy in Mrs. Brown's voice. You like Rory... The guy who plays Rory. Yeah. Who used to be um, Brendan O'Carroll's manager. Yeah. But has since been let go. Who plays his uh, uh, his son in the show 
I think he's been fired from the show as well, or at least he stopped, who's now uh, anti-immigrant, anti-refugee. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I just know for his comedy. And his comedy is what? Only performing occasionally with Mrs. Brown's boys. Yeah, it's about quality, not quantity. So that's it. We're going to send it to him. Yeah, but I asked you, who's your favorite? What's your favorite comedy on the air at the moment? And you've now referenced, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've said a guy who is just on Twitter, really. Yeah, you didn't say just a hateful person who exists is what you've said. I didn't know much about him. This is like when I said my favorite thing was Michael Jackson. You told me he was a pedophile. Yeah, it took me five years to finally you accept know, that. Accept that. Yeah, thank you. And you have, you've come a long way. And now way. you ruin in another one of my heroes. And now, another one of your childhood heroes. Rory. Gay Rory from <laughs> Mrs. Brown's Boys. I mean, you're never too old to learn, you know, about people who do bad things, James. And sadly, Here's a question. it's going to continue to happen. Okay. Your beloved old granny comes to stay. Yeah. And after she's finishing tickling you, you know... <laughs> Uh, yeah. And she's like, there's my Ronan. He's so, you know, um, cool. Yeah. And then she's like, and she's real old. It's like freakishly old. She was like, hey, Bertie. My granny. My granny's still alive. I know. Okay. But well, she, she got like IVF treatment when she was like 60. So 30 years ago Uh Yeah <laughs> What are you trying to do maths for? No she's not a, <laughs> Look This is an alternative granny situation Okay so it's not my actual grandmother So then Or either of them And then she's, So she gave birth to your mom When she was 60 So she's like 120 mm. at this stage Okay Right And then She's like my favourite Let's watch my new favourite you know, uh, tw- comedy, show. comedy act. Yeah, yeah. Rory. Again, the, I don't have to worry about this because the man doesn't create anything. Well, she's like he's, not, he's not even a, like he's not a comedian. He doesn't have a show. He doesn't have an outlet beyond being racist and right wing on Twitter. Was, okay, well then, your favorite uh, uh, royal is Prince Andrew. What did you give York? Sorry. Yes. Uh, her favorite, she says, her favorite royal is yeah. that this imaginary woman who's my grandmother. Yeah. Ooh, are you asking me what do I do to, in that situation? Yeah. Uh, so I would say, don't you know that the, he's um, really you'd ruin her ba- like. Yeah, this woman, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, this random woman who's my grandmother now. Right. Was there who your has real opinion? granny? No, because my real granny doesn't like Prince Andrew. You've you've really issued hypotheticals sometimes. I know because I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you, if this was, if 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 my gra- if my grandmother honestly loved uh, the Duke of York, Andrew, I would say, don't you know, he's a bad guy and he's done all these horrible things. What if she had a heart attack after you told her that? Um, and she, she's and it, like, well, it, it, and it kills. Did her. you really mean it? <laughs> <laughs> and you you know that if you say yes, she'll die. Uh, I would... Um, her head would explode. Is there anyone else around? Her head will explode. Yeah. Possibly well, I don't want injuring that. those around you. I don't want to see that, so I will, I will, I'll hold my tongue. That's, until she recovers. That's the price 
of your silence. <laughs> Mike, your grandmother's head exploding and injuring people around you to not inform her of... <laughs> Good to know. Good of the actions. <laughs> we all have our price, I suppose. Uh, Prince Andrew, do you think he likes bananas? No. No. Now just a heads up. This next part about Prince Andrew was recorded before he and the Queen just decided to pay his accuser 12 million pounds and be done with it. So bearing that in mind, the following is what Ronan thought was going to happen. Oh by the way, I, we've never actually explained, but we just said that I had told you that thing. Just just for clarification, uh, we I believe I, I had seen that the reason why Prince Andrew is giving up all those titles or having them removed is really a, a tactic on the behalf of the royal family because he's not going to go to trial. He won't do anything with engaging with this trial. He'll be tried in absentia in America. As a result, they'll probably find him guilty. They will seize his American assets and so they're trying to take away all his actual royal assets because there's quite a lot of money in America by the royals but not a lot by Andrew himself. So they'll seize what's little there and then that'll be that. Thoughts? Little. Yeah. What little is there? What little does Prince does the Duke of does what little does Andrew have in yeah. America? Yeah. I don't know. He probably has a, maybe a house or two or something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe he owns a private island. An in apartment. Maybe he owns an apartment in New York. I'm not sure. I don't know what 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 he owns in his own right. Yeah. As royal wealth is kept deliberately difficult to understand or disentangle, it is quite hard to find out just what exactly are Andrew's U.S. assets. I mean, by every right all, everything he owns belongs to the great British people, wouldn't you agree? What do you think the royal family owns? In? The royal family owns, I think, a lot of uh, property and land. Really? I think so. Like, they keep most of their money is from just property and investments and as such. Oh. You know, and if they do make investments... Robert James, what's, like, the most immoral investment the royal family has? Well, Prince Michael of Kent, the Queen's first cousin, has long been a controversial royal figure due to his very close ties to Russia and Putin. And it was revealed in the Panama Papers that the Duchy of Lancaster, one of the Queen's main sources of income, had invested in the retailer. Bright House, which has been denounced for its exploitation of customers. Oh, right. react react badly to that. Whoa! Wow! Jesus! Right. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. What's the most What's the most unethical thing you would invest money into, James? I mean, if you knew it would give you a big return. In anything. Anything. Child slavery. Gives me a big enough return. You, really? Now you you're willing to say that you're going to commit that to record. You would invest in child slavery if you got a 20% return on investment. Uh, 20%? Mm-hmm. No, that would be 50 million percent. Now, mm-mm-mm, no. Why? Well, because nothing offers that. What about Bitcoin? Even if you bought, you know, a Bitcoin when it was first created, it's not 50 million percent you increase. Sure? It's not increased by 50 million percent. One Bitcoin is not worth 50 billion, 50 million, you know? Yeah, but when it was first launched, it was worth like a millionth of a penny or something like that. Uh, was, was it? Yeah. From its initial price of 0.9 cents in 2010 to an all-time high of $68,990.9 in 2021, Bitcoin has increased its value by 766,565.556%. Well, 
Wasn't the first exchange... How many Bitcoin was it that the guy got for the pizza? Like, a thousand. No. I think it was like 20. 20,000. 20, I think it was like 20 Bitcoin. Look, neither of us know. Neither of us know. Robert James, how much no, was the pizza he doesn't thing know done either. for? Of course he knows. Of course he knows. How much, what was it, how much, how many Bitcoin did they get for the pizza? You were indeed both wrong. On May 22, 2010, Laszlo X paid 10,000 Bitcoin for two Papa John's pizzas, which at Bitcoin's height, would have been worth $3.8 million. The guy he paid didn't even make them, just picked them up and delivered them. See? Yeah, of course he knows. Uh, ultimately, how much would, how many Bitcoin would you pay for a banana, James? <laughs> uh, how many do I have? Mm, you get to control all banana production in the world. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many Bitcoin? How many Bitcoin do you have? Yeah. Uh, you have, uh, you have, I'll give you two Bitcoin. Probably two. You give all of them for all the banana production in the world. That's fair. That's only like $100,000 or whatever. Yeah. Do you think you'd be good with with running all the banana, you know, uh, uh, streams in the world? No, I wouldn't be um, ruthless enough. Do you feel you need to be ruthless? You know, Fife's is... I think Fife's is like the b- biggest banana company in the world. It's not surprising. I know, but they're an Irish subsidiary. They're a, they, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're the O5s, aren't they? The O5s. Yeah. No, they are. I mean, there was... I think they you were an Irish Obama company. was Irish. Uh, well, he certainly has Irish family if you go back far enough. From the Monegal Obama. Obamas. No, it wasn't... The family The family. His he first has name in, is Barack. I know. Like Barn uh, Like Barn Brack, yeah. The, uh, the, the October loaf. Do you know what Barm is? Uh, See, a lot no. of people think it's barn. Barn, like this is the brack you'd eat in a barn. Yeah. But actually, you don't really eat things in a barn because you're working. You're either working or from Northern Ireland, you're burning pallets. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, no, so go on. What does barn mean? When you're making beer. Okay. Oh, sure. This is like yeasty residue. Yeah. And you can use that instead of like dried yeast or whatever. Sure, when you're making the brack. And that's called barm. Right. There you go. That's fascinating. Now, and where does the ring being put into the brack come from? By the way, sorry, if you're not from Ireland or Scotland, uh, there's a particular fruit loaf that's made uh, uh, in the lead up to Halloween, really. And it's uh, it's uh, it's delicious. I love it. Do you like Do you like it? Do you like it like yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, brack. I love, love brack. But uh, there's a tradition of putting a ring in the brack. It is. And Sometimes they put loads of shit into it, like a rag and a... A rag? And a candle and stuff. Yeah. It's like loads... You like, couldn't put a candle. It'd melt when it was being baked. Well, I don't know. But, like, the ring is, you know, if you get a year married. But then there's other stuff, like, if you get a year... This is just someone trying to, you know, be cheap on their the fruit. <laughs> yeah. Ah, look, you're after finding the stone, uh, the the brick. Well done. Yeah. yeah. The, that means you'll be a you'll have a big house this year. The nail. <laughs> that means you have nails. <laughs> look, you found all the sawdust. Yeah. You're gonna have a beautiful big tree. <laughs> <laughs> would you put a banana in a barren brack? Yeah. You would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right through the middle. I mean, that could be nice. That's how I would uh, 
demonstrate reproduction to my children. And be like, the banana is the male banana. The, ma- the banana male is the member. man's banana. The banana is the man's banana. And the brack is the woman's banana. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you're wondering why it looks like that. <laughs> just cause, well, kids, I hope you never find out. <laughs> yeah. It's just because we're different. It's just because the way things are. Anyway, this is how it goes. First you peel the banana. Then you cut a big hole in the middle of the brack. And then you scoop the, out all the sawdust. <laughs> you put a ring on it, and then you have just have at it. Now, now this is called a cock ring when you put it on your penis, lads. Yeah, it's called a banana. It's called a p- banana <laughs> ring. <laughs> anyway, you stick that into the the brack. And you bake it at 180 for 20 minutes, and then boom, no, a ring. nothing. Boom, it's gone. Boom. <laughs> Boom, it's something, disintegrated. Something awful has happened, and you wish yeah. you never did it. Now. You actually need to bake a barm brack for about an hour at 170 degrees. Oh, and apparently the traditional objects placed in brack were the ring, a rag, a stick, a coin, a pea, and a bean. But only finding the ring or the coin was considered a good omen. So gradually the other things were phased out for being too much of a downer. Here's, a, here's an interesting little tidbit for you. Oh, please. Do you know why bananas don't have seeds? Do I know why bananas don't have seeds? Because they are the seed. Is that it? No, it wasn't a riddle. That's what, that's not, wasn't the answer to a riddle. It sounds like it was. It was sure, a, well, sort of a trick question, rather. I know. Okay, why? Go on. It's because, uh, like, they're this, they're like one of the first cultivated fruits, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that there's no seeds because they're essentially clones. Yes. They can only, they don't, they can they don't only, really reproduce naturally. Yeah. Mm. Just like me and my wife. You had to get IVF. We had some banana bark. <laughs> we did the Brack banana thing. I don't know, my dad told me about it. <laughs> uh, we did that and then there was a kid outside. So, yeah, so you know, he was <laughs> it worked. <laughs> um What is it bananas you know, most bananas are they aren't naturally yellow. And they're dyed yellow, is that is it bananas I'm thinking of? No, I think you're thinking about eggs. Eggs. Yeah, they are pa- dyed. They paint eggs brown. They don't paint eggs brown. They do. No, they don't. In America, you know the way all the eggs are white. Yeah, people think that's... people think they bleach the eggs. Yeah, but we paint. But you're them. saying no, eggs are naturally bright white, and we paint them brown. as kind of speckly brown. Yeah. Hmm. Now, why do we want? Why do we do that? Irish people always wanted brown eggs. Irish people always wanted brown eggs. Yeah. And what about the rest of Europe? Sure, we go, they follow, you know. <laughs> so you know Ireland always setting the trends yeah. for major European movements. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we haven't imported any cultural artefact. <laughs> she doesn't even know what colour a German egg is. I don't know what colour a German egg is. Yeah. I'm going to say a standard German egg, because we're all in the EU, they would follow probably similar sta- uh, standards. So a, an egg bought in Germany is probably going to be brown, speckledy. It's white. The color of eggs actually has nothing to do with bleaching or coloring. Simply, brown eggs come from chickens with brown feathers. 
and white eggs come from chickens with white feathers. You can get both in pretty much any country, just brown is far more popular in Ireland. Uh, some eggs are blue, you know, duck egg blue. Yeah. Do you like duck eggs? No, they're too heavy. Yeah. I find uh, the the yolk in a duck egg to be too yellow, in my opinion. A bit like a banana. Too yellow. Too yellow. I like my bananas green and hard. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah. You and a certain royal have a similar disposition. He likes a a a a a, a, a hard green banana. Yeah. So to say. I thought so he would have liked. So to speak. I don't see how that's a euphemism for like an underage woman. Fine then. A, a girl. A doughy brack. Then I don't know. He likes an unrisen, yeah. Brack. Brack. <laughs> that's what they'll say around polite society. Yeah. 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 Nothing polite uh, about it. Do you think <clears throat> there's any way back for Andrew now? Yeah. What? How? Just wait it out. You think? You think really people just forget? Yeah. I think in like five years time. He'll be st- he'll be leading parades and stuff again and <laughs> doing ribbon cutting ceremonies. Yeah, I suppose he'll never be a prince again. Again. Right. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Remember it's again as in pain, not again as in pain. Yeah. He'll never be a prince again. But mm-hmm. he I'm, I'm sure he'll still live in the palace. I don't think he lives I don't know where he lives. I don't I don't care. Well, I do care. I want him to live on the in a bloody uh, black pit, you know? A big, big, big hole in the ground I want him to live in. Yeah, here's what I'll offer him. Mm-hmm. I'll move into Buckingham Palace. He doesn't He doesn't live in Buckingham Palace. And you move into Balbriggan. The <laughs> shittest place in the world. Ah, stop it. Full of pedos. Dude, that's not Crawling even... around the place. There's definitely been more paedophiles in Town than Balbriggan. I'm almost certain of that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, thank you for admitting that. Well, actually, we'll end with that then, yeah. Okay, don't end with that. Thanks for listening, we love you very much. What topic should come next? Let us know on Twitter or at primordialviews at gmail.com. And remember... Yeah, I still keep up with Skins news.